You know what? I'll just say it. What do we say, Lily doll? I'm just going to say it, and then I'm going to have a disclaimer. I'm going to say Lilja doll. Because that's that's more. Just get rid of that second L a little bit. You know, remember when? Remember when you made fun of me saying bolognese? Yes. I do. I remember that. I stand by that. Our Tribe, a podcast about teaching and supporting each other in our common profession, with Fabian Hoffman, Jamie Halsey, and Scott Kazarian. Hey everybody, welcome back to Finding Our Tribe. Very excited. We've been a week in, Fabian, as friends on Facebook. I uh, I just feel like <laughs> it's just been a really great I feel ride. like our relationship has, has really grown. Has blossomed. Um, I uh, I have I found I was going through my my broken hard drive, and I found a picture of you shooting a gun. Does that make oh, sense what? to you at all? I know. Happened, I don't yeah. even even know why that would be on my computer. Well, you must have safe, sent it to me. I did in a safe <laughs> way, guys. Okay, it's <laughs> yeah. You were in, in a Georgia. forest. No, no. In Georgia, in a forest. In the shooting no of animals that, were harmed. I don't even know. I, I just seriously it's today. The first like an and last ago. time I ever shot a gun, guys. Was that so. when you went and visited your wife's family? Yeah, that's yeah. really funny. Back in Georgia. So yeah. clearly, there's we've shared a lot because there's a video of you on my <laughs> on my broken hard drive because I had to restore everything. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was an actual video, not just a picture. Yeah, you must. I must have downloaded it to my computer at some point because yeah. I had. That's to... That's what you do. And nothing is labeled, so it's all like unknown, <laughs> untagged files, oh and I'm just gosh. going through one at a time to make well, sure I'm just I glad have it's most of things. I'm just glad that's the picture you found. <laughs> I, I was like, well, yeah. I couldn't see your face at first, and I was like, who is this? And then there it was. That curmudgeonly yeah. voice came out. I was like, oh, it's Fabian. Kerm- yep. Wow. Curmudgeonly. <laughs> wow. All right. Boy, I'm we doing. are starting good to off, see you too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sharp here. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, yeah. you've been up for a week. How's it feel? Feels great. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it feels good to kind of turn the brain off a little bit. What um, were you most looking forward to this summer? That Have you started anything yet? <clears throat> Just reading. I've been really looking forward to reading. And so I've already read a book, which I will talk about what? later. What is that reading? What, why don't we just why don't reading. we just jump into it? You want to just like jump into it because you're very How about you just it? jump in? How about you just? <laughs> yeah, this was a great segue there. that we should yeah. have taken. It was a really though. good segue. I kind of ruined the yeah. segue, but you very um, much did. But we're used should to we it. just redo it and hey, just everybody pretend, oh, like sorry. yeah? yeah no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I read a book that was recommended to me when we went to Spring Q. I ran into Ed Campos. He is um, a really, he's an amazing math teacher, um, and he teaches teachers too. Uh, and mm-hmm. he was there, and I had met him a couple times. I'd taken a couple sessions from him, and I was telling him how much I enjoyed his sessions and how he used a lot of the things that he talked about um, in his sessions, like three um, 360 math and three-act math and things like that. And so he mm-hmm. said, oh, he's like, actually, if you like that, you need to, read this other book. It's called Building Thinking Classrooms in Mathematics by Peter Liljedal. And I'm probably butchering his name, so I'm I'm apologizing, Peter. Um, (laughs) But it was such a great book. And it talked, it kind of builds a little bit more on what I learned from Ed. 
And basically, it's um, it's 14 different practices that you can add into your math classroom um, to get kids actually thinking because they kind of talk. He talks about what kids actually do when they're learning math and a lot of times well most of the time they're not thinking at all they're either like avoiding tasks they're kind of zoning out or um it looks like they're learning but really all they're doing is mimicking so it's Mm kind of taking kids out of those practices into really actually thinking and being actually engaged in math so that they can think their way through things. Um, okay, wait, yeah. What's it called again? Can you say it one more time? It's called Building Thinking Classrooms in oh, Mathematics. Um, and it's got 14 different practices in there. Um, and it just it's kind of like a step-by-step guide. Um, and there's three different kind of – the book is broken down into three different kind of sections and about how to kind of launch these ideas in your classroom. And one of the biggest takeaways is to avoid um, – this idea of mimicking or avoiding or um, zoning out is to take the learning um, vertical. So instead of having the kids sit at desks and learn, um, they um, you you take it vertical on whiteboards. Oh, and on so whiteboards. I, I had for on a whiteboards. Second, it was I had to really think about what is vertical. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I was looking upward and sideways. And You're like, oh yeah, yep. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, okay. So yeah, and so yeah, and what was really fascinating about when they kind of looked at different ways that kids engage, they looked at okay, what if it's paper on like a wall? Will that have as much engagement as a whiteboard or a whiteboard like on a flat surface, but they're standing up? Or, you know, in a workbook or whatever. And by and large, like the biggest impact on student learning is them actually standing up with a whiteboard. Because the whiteboard allows them to make mistakes, change their answers. They're not, you know, the paper is stressful because they can't change and adjust. Or it feels that way, right? Yeah. And, um, and then the vertical is there because they're just their whole body is engaged. And, mm-hmm. then, um, <clears throat> and then the other thing that was, I thought was fascinating was they looked at different student groupings. And Mm -hmm. the most effective group for ages or grades three and above is a groups of three, which kind of makes sense because if you have a group of a triad, because if you have pairs, there's not enough diversity in the group. If you have four, they tend to break up into pairs. And so a three really kind of forces the three to interact with each other. Um, And so the groups of three work really well, but younger kids, like second grade and below, they work better in pairs because they're still kind of playing side by side. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of really good research in it, really good practices of how to Some could say we're a triad. We are. This is probably uh why it's... Yep. I mean, let's be real. It's way better since I've been here. So, you know, when we wow. have three. Wait a minute. Wait a well, minute. I would just say that okay. we were two no, no, years no, 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 no. and below, and <laughs> now we're three years yeah, we're and in, over. In our third year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. You know. But that was not necessary. Well, that's really cool. So I have to choose my own here because no one else will. All right, yeah. people? <laughs> you toot your violin all you want. Um, okay, so I was uh, on the 14 practices. You do a lot of edge protocols. Are these uh-huh. like engagement strategies too, or are these just like how would you describe them? You kind of say us a engagement bit. strategies. Right. I would say a lot of the things that are in the math edge protocols book are also in this, okay. and also a lot of the research, the brain research, um, is also in Mihan and Matera's book, Fully Engaged, because they mm-hmm. talked about flow state. Um, and yeah. so uh, there's a lot of parallels with, um, like this book, 
like fits nicely into into that group. Awesome. So it's kind of like a perfect little marriage, except, you know, it's just a little bit different. But but yeah, it sets up these protocols and how to kind of um, set up your math class and kind of like the way to structure the activities um, to build on their thinking. Well, I love that you've been done a week and you've already read an entire book and are strategizing for next year. What have you done so far, Scott? I mean, a lot of strategizing. (laughs) Just (laughs) (laughs) strategizing. A lot of so contemplating. Lay, on the couch and I mean, you, know, a lot you can't of it just hold happens your on the breath inside. in the pool for a long time. Uh, 80 yeah. seconds, I mean, people. so 80 seconds. that's a good strategy. I, so. I had to tweet about it. It was a big deal. Uh, <laughs> so um, so what you're saying is, um, just to go back to, to the, the book, um, they he recommends using whiteboards. He for does. like all students or for the, the triads or like what's the, so what's the idea behind that? This is where it takes a little bit of adjusting. So you would yeah. – he suggests having the entire class standing mm-hmm. with whiteboards around. So whiteboards can be anything from like so something not, not the, not the little, Not the little ones. Not that, the like little ones. Personal. Like a okay. big whiteboard. So they have something called a wipe book. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, oh, yeah. yeah, you've probably I seen them. They're like, yeah. you know, dry erase kind of pads. Um, mm-hmm. So he recommends those and you can put them all mm-hmm. around the room um, and then have the kids get up out of their seats and go to a station in the whiteboard. And then the other thing um, he said was not only to have them group in groups of three, but to have randomized groups every day. And that mm-hmm. mixes the kids up. It kind of takes out that kind of social... Um, pressure you know of people Mm -hmm. wanting to work with their friends because you know it's just like gamification like you know it's not it's not the the teacher that's picking or the students that are picking the game is picking right Right. so you can use a random yeah you can do a random picker or whatever you want to do um and put them in random different random groups every day and they found that um that kids again it forces them to engage and and play different roles in the group because sometimes mm-hmm. you might be with two more quiet people. So you might have to take a more uh, leadership role or, yeah. you know, whatever, like you're just learning different, um, dealing with different people. I love it. So do you, mm-hmm. awesome. do you think that this will change the way you do groupings next year? Do you think that you're going to, uh, <clears throat> minimize the, the amount of people in your, in your guilds or, um, that you are going to change them more often, or what's your? That's a. I really. I. That's that. funny because that's exactly where my brain went. Um, yeah. So I tend to. Because hear, hearing this, like for for me, it's like I'm automatically thinking like, okay, maybe, maybe there should be more teams. Maybe there should be more guilds. Maybe I should reduce the amount of kids in the guilds. Like that's mm-hmm. immediately where I was going with this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what, yeah. What are you so kind of what I was thinking, um, because I tend to either have kids working guilds. Or I have them work in their planet groups, which is where mm-hmm. they're located, right? Just people yeah. in their, that are around them. So what I was thinking is um, keeping the guilds the way I have them now. But when we're, when we're doing other random tasks that are not related to that, to mix them up. And particularly mm-hmm. in the math block. Yeah. So um, that, that was kind of my thought. So using a little bit of both. Um, and I don't, this was all based in math. I'm sure there's some research for how this would play out in like a social studies or a 
I'm know, sure it's very darts. translatable to other subject areas, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't want to have the kids just, like, standing the whole day. That would get tiresome, I think. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, but I think you could pick a block or pick a, a time um, and do that. Yeah, because yeah. you got Looking kids out. all day in yeah. all subjects. The same kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah, yeah, there's just a lot more planning involved there well, to be and able I, to pull off a successful day. Yeah, and <laughs> when I looked at our blocks next year, I'm going to have math in the afternoon after lunch. Oh, so great. I think standing <laughs> is yeah. going to be yeah. better. I really like having math first thing in the morning, but, but maybe with this kind of using these techniques. And, you know, I've done the, the – 360 math before where they're standing up um and i found some success in it the problem is is i i didn't really once i um had a larger class size i didn't really adjust and then i kind of went back to the same old same old so um Mm -hmm. i need to think about how i want to use big whiteboards and how i would actually put them up because the white books actually won't work for me because of all my cabinets and stuff so i would have to have freestanding the, yeah. the white books, um, they're essentially all they are is, um, and that's like a, a Scott um, Donor's Choose project, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. They're, already, they're I just, just did it. I just listed it just now. It's already. You already listed it, yeah. yeah. Um, they're just erasable um, charts, right? Chart paper. So they, and they, they do come with like a stand. You, you can order that stand. So maybe that's like a Donor's Choose thing where you can get like a oh, bunch maybe, of those yeah. for your mm-hmm. classroom. Yeah, I would need to do a stand. And I also looked at Home Depot, like you can get like a big piece of whiteboard and then I could cut it down and then mm-hmm. lean it up in certain areas of my room. Um, yeah. Have used my, because I have two pretty big whiteboards, but I was thinking, because I have kind of this counter um, and I could have those, the whiteboards kind of lean up during the, that time and then have taller ones in front of my cabinet. I don't know. What about just, those, what about those mobile whiteboards? Have you seen those? Yeah, like they're about video? 200 a pop. Yeah. So, and then the other problem with my class is storage because then we're Yeah, your classroom is already pretty full. Yeah. Mhm, it's pretty small. Um so that was that was the other thing, but I thought if I had whiteboards that I could just lean up against the counter or yeah. whatever, they could do we could just stack them up and put them up against I the wall or something. I think the white books actually are sticky too. So kind of like chart paper. So you could you could um, take it's the not thing the, off it's and stick not it on the wall. It's not the stick. It's the surface. I don't have flat surfaces like that would fit the whiteboard. And, the windows are, they, it's weird. The windows are high, and then it's got mm-hmm. kind of this short wall, and then there's a counter. I so trust Jamie when she says I don't think it'll work. That it's just <laughs> no, not no. I'm just work, saying. Maybe. I'm just trying to to like <laughs> say things because you know how I, it is sometimes you you don't think about certain things. Yeah. So I just like to like throw things out there. Yeah. Well, no, like and you, you know, and how about the floor? I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. like no, I'm I'm totally welcome. To, I'm totally open to ideas. You know, maybe I need to take you guys on a tour and maybe we could figure it out together. But yeah. Um, but that was that's kind of my dilemma at the moment. But. That'll be my project that's, over summer to figure out how to launch it. That's definitely worth thinking about for next year for me too. Because mm-hmm. I wanna, I wanna make use of this triad idea because I really think that that you're right. Like that's a, like or that that he's right. I think that's a really good way of having them engage with different people because they really get very like the the. That's like one of the the 
let's say bad things about the way I'm doing it because they if it works it works that's fine like mm-hmm. I have a class where it's just like the kids are perfect they they work together well and everything uh in my other class it's like they are stuck with each other and they don't like each other because they are not mature enough to like deal with each other well you know? Fabian, I like what you did at the beginning of our school year together uh, the way way back when when you had them choose their own groups so they were all in their own groups and then every quarter yeah. it adjusted it changed and you made some yes. movements and things like that worked really well there was still groups I, of four or five though they were big groups I know but I have to then I have to rethink like my whole um, goal with grouping because I, I wanted to have like the legacy thing going but like from my experience this year it's like the, these kids are like. And I, I talked to my coworkers today about this too. It's like they they are so emotionally immature or socially mm-hmm. immature. Um, our seventh graders they're essentially like fifth or sixth graders. Like they are re- they have a really hard time um, adjusting to each other or to people that they don't like, like uh, like quote unquote like. Um, that I'm really rethinking like maybe what I'm doing. I have to be more flexible with it. And just like have like a different approach to it, and it's not just the legacy. Maybe the legacy can just be the class. Well, that's what I was just gonna say. Maybe you're just looking at like the houses or class, whatever you want to call it, and that's where the competitive part comes into play. Maybe you should use your windows. (laughs) Oh, I will use my windows. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, Fabian, think talking about doing something different. Why don't we talk about how you're approaching like next year already today? So you have like three or four more days school. Of school left. Yes. You worked over the weekend with all your mm-hmm. graphic design background and and computer technology stuff. My and whiz. you came up with something really cool for next year. So talk about it. Um, all right. So um, it all started with a trip to celebration, and I kind of mentioned this already, like a couple of episodes ago, that um, I want to record like a video message to uh, for our sixth graders, the incoming seventh grade, um, to kind of get them started with uh, the game. And so it also happened that um, I had a good reason to record something because I finally got my uh, Jedi robe, which looks amazing and I'm so happy to have. (laughs) Um, And so I figured. If you haven't been on Fabian's Twitter yet, go check it out. He made this. Check it out. It's it's really cool. Like if you want to see a grown up up old man uh, play dress up (laughs) as a Jedi. It's called (laughs) cosplay, not dress up. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's it's still dress up. I, and I can say that because it's cosplay. Um, <laughs> yeah, go go check that out. But I used um, my green screen in my classroom. Um, my my son helped me record, and I recorded a distress message. Um, I was in full Jedi outfit. Um, only like a handful of students saw me uh, because it was in the afternoon. So they were like, "Oh, what the heck is happening?" <laughs> and they were kind of like Im- impressed by the whole. Because I feel like I don't know if you've ever been to like a, a con uh, because that's what. I call them con, mm-hmm. um, uh, like like Comic Con or, or Celebration or whatever. Like it feels like when you when you encounter somebody in like professionally looking outfit like that, it it fe- you it's impressive. It feels mm-hmm. impressive. Like when it has weight and it's not just Halloween kind of decoration essentially like costume. Um, and so I feel like that's what happened to those students. They were kind of like taken aback a little bit, not just because I'm an idiot and and like do stuff like that but also because it it feels different 
It's not just oh he dresses up. It's more like oh, I'm sure their first thought was Stranger Danger, but their second yeah, thought probably. then was like, <laughs> wow, this is really incredible. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. So they saw me. Um. I locked the door because I didn't want anybody to come in while I'm doing this. So I stood in front of my green screen. I recorded a distress call, um, saying that uh, because of Order sixty six, I had to go into hiding, um, and if you encounter me, um, then just say the words. Um, your uh what did i say i don't know uh um, it was something your, your like focus determines focus. your reality exactly life's your a focus garden determines your reality. or something <laughs> exactly um which is what what qui-gon Jin says to anakin in episode one which i, I really like that quote because it's true right the, what you focus on that kind of becomes your reality so you have to like broaden the horizons in order to to get like everything and and to get like a different and you made a point of not saying it like not addressing you as master hoffman like exactly so i told him don't don't talk to me just just tell me this phrase and then i made a uh up an item card that has qui-gon jinn on it and it it explains like what it is and then it says like if you give this if if you give this to me at the beginning of next school year then you will get like 150 XP right away. So it kind of is like, and I like what you said, Jamie, on Twitter is like um, that I created a prequel, which is kind of what mm-hmm. it is, right? It's like, yeah, it a is to Jedi Academy. It's like this distress message and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I created like it, it at the end of what I recorded, I pull out my lightsaber and turn it on, which looks super dumb. It looks so good. It, it looks, no, oh, it no, it looks so good. Well, maybe was, while no, you were No, but when I, when I recorded it, oh. it looked really stupid because there was yeah. nothing there. It just went, that's what it sounded like. And then, but when I edited, edited it, edited it, um, I added like um, the, the, the lightsaber and the sound to it. And all of a sudden it really looked like I have like a lightsaber in my hand. And that was kind of cool. Now, so, let's be um, honest, you and I are, and like, we're not like professional computer people. Like, what did you use to create that if somebody wanted to so, do something? Yeah. So, um, if you go, uh, so I used Final Cut. Um, I didn't use any like special effects software or anything. I do have, what is it called? Uh, the, the Apple version of um, uh, uh, After Effects. Um, I forgot what it's called, but I, I've never used it. Um, it's I find it really complicated. I think if I spent more time with it, I would probably like figure out how to do it. But uh, everything I needed to do was a- I was able to do through Final Cut, and I just searched on YouTube. And that was kind of what uh, Thomas Bussey was saying too. Is like he had no idea how to do any of his videos, any of wow. the things that he wanted <clears throat> to do. He just like taught himself with YouTube videos, and I w- really would encourage like anyone who wants to try stuff like that is to just go on youtube like find that thing and it's literally you type in lightsaber effect uh, final cut pro and boom it gives you like five or six different videos where they explain how to do it now at the pre-podcast jamie tried to give you the compliment of like oh you're almost like mr bussy right but <laughs> yeah no he's and a you were like level. oh no no he's at a different but then you just put no. yourself at the same level i heard it no. everybody heard more it. It was well awesome. he no, he <laughs> he definitely takes it to a different level. He I think really he's does. Yeah. He, yeah, he's amazing. It's, it's much more elaborate what he does. The stuff well, I I'll do bet is you like he limit- started where you were. I bet you, you maybe will be there next, like the next one and then the I, next one, and it'll build on itself. Right now, I'm limiting myself to just hologram hologram messages, uh, and it's super easy to record those in front of my green screen. Um, and but yeah, maybe is there a hologram there filter for Final Cut that you use or something? Um, there are like a couple of filters that you can use, like it's called like bad TV, oh. um, which gives you like the, the stripey mm-hmm. look. 
and mm -hmm. then you can adjust it. You change the color of the recording, wow. and then you just layer oh, everything cool. on top of each other. It's cool. I, I have I a question. It. It came out great. Yeah. I have a question about. So, how are you getting this out to students? That new so students. I talked to um, the English teachers, the sixth grade English teachers, and they are showing it today and tomorrow, I think, or tomorrow. I don't know exactly when. But so that means like there's like a few more days, like three more days um, for students to actually walk up to me and try and find me and, and ask for that part. So, yeah. That could nice. be interesting to do as like a QR code or something for people to scan too, and then they could find oh, that your message. Fun, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Like put it around the school. Yeah. Of course, then you'll know. get like all kinds of kids, but like random like, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you get like a teacher going, Or maybe hey. in the sixth grade classrooms, maybe they'll let you hang a QR code. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I don't know how that. stoked they are about QR codes. But Do they have windows? Yeah, maybe not. Put it on? Maybe if they have windows. Nice. Uh, call back. You know what? Okay, um, so one, you guys have always yeah. been, in fact, inspired me to think often about like the Jedi Academy letter you guys send out as like mm -hmm. your yeah. pre mm -hmm. almost like your prequel. So this is like the prequel to the prequel of like it is. Yeah. now there's this <laughs> video jump before summer which will come with the letter right before school and then I mean you're gonna hit you're hitting the ground running already before the school year even ends. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kinda nice because you have the ability to to do that since you have all the kids so you know that yeah it's going to be for the most part barring any yeah. new students you'll have all of those kids with you do cool. you like when do you get your rosters Jamie? oh it's so not roster. long before school starts usually we get them on a thursday if we're lucky then parents find out who too, the right what was that you, you send out the, the Yoda letter with... Yeah, I, I yeah. do. So, um, yeah, so usually school starts on, like, a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So I might get it, like, Thursday night. Mm -hmm. um, and then parents find out who the teacher is on a Friday. Mm -hmm. So I have to hope that I can get them in the mail by Friday morning and that they yeah. arrive in time. Yeah. <laughs> it's tight. So It's maybe, tight, Yeah. yeah. So maybe for you, that could also be if you if you get like a video ready, if you decide to do that, then you just put a QR code or a link on there. I think I put my trailer on there. Oh, yeah. Okay. But okay. as a QR code on the letter. I can't remember. I have to go back. But you look. don't. You well, don't that's a good know. idea. If you don't, you should do it. This time. Oh, no. I know what I do. I put the, the trailer on a QR code outside my classroom. So when they go mm. and find out who... Okay. The classes, and when they come into yeah. the class to find out who the teacher is, I they can mm -hmm. scan it. So you don't you don't know like there's no like you know that um, so and so Mrs. So and So's class will be your class automatically. That's not how it works usually. So if they're Miss Mrs. Smith, let's say those are yeah. her kids in yeah. third grade, and then you get them in fourth grade. No, they mix no, it all up and then they all disseminate it up. all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like my son has really good friends in the other class this year and yeah. is really hoping next year that when they mix it all up he gets one of his friends back. Yeah. My kind of my son's school they they keep them all together because of probably the immersion thing. Mm, uh, that makes they, sense. they try to keep them together as much as possible. Well, how nice yeah. for you. Uh, okay, so I'm going to transition us to Oh, I had a thought last time. I know I don't have thoughts very often, but I did you? have a thought last wow. time. <laughs> I know. And I didn't get to share it, so That's I wrote impressive. it down this time. I know. Well, yeah. you know, every once in a while. 
uh, <laughs> over the summer, we have a... Sp- so, Tribe, if you're like me, I hear Jamie and Fabian talk about their guilds and their teams and like all the organization that really s- kind of sticks together for them as a framework throughout the year. And I have a more difficult time with that consistency with my group of students and all mm-hmm. sorts of reasons. But... Um, I had a student that's transferring out of my school into another school and the other school called me and said, Hey, you know, what do you think, how, what, what can we do for this student? And this student is mostly nonverbal, um, comprehension, super low. Uh, and so like, I was like, you can't give them a packet. Yeah. (laughs) Like you can't like. Even with the one-to-one aid, the, a packet isn't going to work for th- – you're not going to – there's going to be no growth. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. going to be routine, you know, something coming out, but it won't be anything that – and he goes, well, what does work? And I said, you know, the only thing that does work are games. And actually, I'll yeah. roll this into my game recommendation for this week too. Uh, so one of the recommendations I made for him was left, right, center. Uh, it's super fun. There's like three dice. Uh, they all say LRC for left, right, center, or they have a dot on them. Uh, yeah. And so then there's kind of like a, a pool of chips in the middle, and everybody has like five or seven chips. And you roll three dice, and you get you know whatever you get. But what's nice about it, it's super simple, like easy to get into. You just have to know left, right, center, which is honestly a challenge for some of my students at times. Mm. Uh, but then the peer feedback that they get if they do it wrong helps them to to kind of regroup. And I said, you know, I don't know if you're going to get down and, and teach him, like, you know, the Pythagorean theorem. That's just not going to be mm-hmm. possible. But you could teach him how to wait his turn and how to, you know, disseminate what what information he needs from that game in order yeah. to play at a level that's the similar to another student who – can read and write and has a medium level of comprehension. And so mm-hmm. um, for me, it was really affirming to all the stuff we do all the time that like my biggest recommendation is play a game and then anything else that you try to up the ante on, whether it's math or social studies or English, make yeah. it game, make it a game mm-hmm. because he's going to need that. That's the only, that's the only path that seems to engage him in a way that real learning will occur as opposed to just write this down and then mm-hmm. write it down or here's a yeah. sentence, copy the sentence. Yeah. Uh, I remember like for this one specific student, I was asking him, okay, so like what's a physical, uh, what's a physical feature and a uh, man-made feature? Like, right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, what's a waterfall? Is it physical or man-made? He goes, oh, man-made. I'm like, oh, okay, well, no. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> you know, like, okay, so how about a road? Is a road made by people or is a road physical? Oh, road is physical. And you're like, yeah. uh, and, and granted, he's part, mostly non So that's the kind of low level I'm talking about. But yeah. that, like a game like that has been so huge. But just games in general, it doesn't have to be for him. He would get lost in the hard copy version of the game I made and how to engage it in scratcher tickets. It's, it's too much. It's mm-hmm. too many things. Yeah. Yeah. But he can engage that low level game that lets every, you know, that easy access game. Uh, like left, right, center. So that's a huge recommendation I have mm-hmm. uh, for maybe some of those out there that are like me and and not every version, uh, not every part of like a big overall themed game will work for every student because yeah. it just won't. I mean, even students in gen ed, right, that it doesn't necessarily work, they can kind of hang still or you can get them 
kind of help them along to keep them in the game. But some of my yeah. students just for for most possible. students, the the smaller games, the mini games, the review games are what's fun for them, right? Mm-hmm. Not Agreed. not all of the not all of the students are gonna be like into the leaderboard and the, into the, the whole game right. cards and all that stuff. But that's okay, you know. It's like that's yeah. we we try to cater to as many as possible. Right. And it's like like this quote from uh, like Dave Burgess is like, do you always get a hundred percent? No, but I get more than I mm-hmm. wouldn't. You know, I get yeah, more I than the, I would. I think, well, I think he even said someone said does Meehan said once like if you're looking for a hundred percent engagement, you're you're just gonna burn yourself out trying to get yeah. there. Yeah. Like, Exactly. You just do what you can. Well, and you w- just want to have as many entry points into the game, whether it's a mini game or yeah. a really basic, basic, basic game. Right. I mean, you yeah. just, it's all about that interaction and relationship building and, you know, and then for some kids, it's, there's a lot of growth there in those games. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A huge amount. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I had this pod class this year with just a mixed bag of students that they kind of assembled together and said, Good luck teach them. Sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, different levels, different needs, yeah. different one-to-one aids. I mean, honestly, and the the mini game type stuff was the That's was glue, the equalizer. Huh? Mm-hmm. It, it just it just brought everybody <clears throat> literally to the table mm-hmm. yeah. to engage with each other. I think I've talked about Cinco Linco too, which is mm-hmm. like Connect mm-hmm. Four but yeah. on a table. It's yeah. really those kind of games are just they're simple and yet they're very profound in their impact on. Yeah on the students. So I just thought I'd talk about that a little bit. Um, Do we have time for my bit or what do you think? Your bit? Yeah. I had a bit number or like my like question. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yes. All right. So we're going to, we're going to make time. So I was thinking if just in case we don't have enough to talk about today, which is very unusual for us, I was thinking we could talk about one thing. Maybe you're going to miss from this past year, like be Mm -hmm. positive. One thing you're actually going to miss it can't yeah. be like I'm gonna mi- I'm gonna mi- not miss you know that kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. one thing you're going not to miss, like you're glad to be done with. What, what's one thing you're glad to be done with? What's one thing you kind of wish or you're gonna miss from this year that you know maybe you won't get back next year? Okay, Jamie, go. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. Well, well, okay, I'll tell you. How about oh, I'll start, start with what I'm gonna miss because start. that's okay. One yeah, of the you things. start and then that'll give okay. me a second. So too. I have a new student that started. I think third quarter. And a lot of my students, because of where we're located in Honolulu, are military. They mm-hmm. are the new students are. They come in the hotel they stay at as they're transferring to the bases on island, because there's a lot yeah. of military on island, is our school. And so we get them for a couple of months. And so I have a student that started and I instantly liked her. She was super fun and she got my wit. And I actually, she had some friends that she, she started to your jokes. That is she why did. you, that would, I, it doesn't okay, take yeah. much people. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she, uh, I actually had her transferred into my advisory cause she had a couple connection with other girls and I was hoping they could like foster something. But she snorted once in laughter <laughs> of something I did. And then for the entire rest of the school year, anytime she sassed me, I just snorted to you know to and i am just gonna miss that like because i know she won't be at our school next year and there's those like those little things that like just a snort to and she would just get so furious and want to punch me but i'm like oh i'm your teacher you can't punch me (laughs) and uh but those are those are the kind of moments that i will miss are these those those like ah those just small little personal relationship things 
Then, but those uh, are not like it's not like that's not going to happen again. That's true, but uh, but in this case, this particular student, I will oh, this, but, oh, because she won't be here next be year. Okay, she, yeah. it's not like she will be an eighth grader, and I can just like walk by her and mm-hmm. snort. She just like yeah. won't be there anymore. I will literally have <laughs> to. You're stalk like you're just going to have to come out. back and yeah. snort for me. I did. I yeah. said <laughs> it was really funny. She never did it again because obviously yeah. I'm relentless. But uh, yeah. I will. That's one thing I will miss. What are you not going to miss? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Everything else. (laughs) 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 Uh, You know, I just, I think the behavioral issues, like you said, all of our students are a couple years behind. It's somehow they've just, they've just like left the planet Mm -hmm. and just returned. And you're like, how did you lose so much in in what we would consider to be such a little amount of time? But they really did. There's such this gap. I am not going to miss the behavioral issues that have arisen in a more extreme way like lighting trash cans i mean i'm in a pretty (laughs) risky school let's (laughs) say like high risk but but like literally setting a trash can on fire or when my funko pop got stolen like there's just like i'm not gonna miss i don't the funko pop's just a funko pop i have lots of fun things and they're gonna come and go and you can't take them with you when you die anyways but like I'm not gonna miss some of those behavioral things that are like ah you're, it's misplaced behavior for where mm-hmm. they should be and yeah. where they are. So I'm I'm definitely not gonna miss some of those. Mm-hmm. All right. See, I I had, I had something good. Maybe that's why I came up with the yeah, the little probably. bit because I had actually been thinking about it. But yeah. all right, who's who's up? Jamie's I'll go. Up, she said. Okay, I'm gonna talk about what I am not gonna miss first, and then yeah. I'll talk about what I miss. So. Um, we renegotiated our contract, and so mm-hmm. for veteran teachers, we don't have to be evaluated for five years. Oh. And I was just evaluated this last year, so that's something I'm not going to miss. Bye-bye evaluations. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I don't have to worry about that, um, which was something that I would have to do every other year. So now I, I can say goodbye to that practice Yay. and stress. So Was that stressful? Ya. You know what? I I kind of it's it's kind of hard because it's just a dog and pony show, and so I, you know, kind of quit caring. But you always care a little bit. I don't know. (laughs) Right? You don't want to suck, right? You don't. don't I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be terrible. Um, But you know, it's just like it's just not something that is in the forefront. I don't put a lot of effort into it, just the minimal amount. But. you know, so I, I'll be happy to rid myself of that for a while, yeah. at least. Yeah. So. And the minimal amount for you, because you're such an you know, amazing teacher in the classroom, has to be like stellar compared to a lot of other teachers, too, I'm sure. You just do a really <laughs> good job. Eh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just tell people, if you want to see how I teach, come in and see how I teach. Don't have me write an evaluation yeah. <laughs> or write a lesson plan. Just come watch. Um Yep. Yeah, come on. Like, let's just do that. All right, what are you um, going to miss? I actually, I had a really good class this year. <laughs> I yeah. really like them. They, like, especially toward the end, they really understood the game, probably mm-hmm. more so than any other class I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, but they took longer to get there, I think probably because of some of that immaturity and whatnot. But yeah. they were with me on everything. Like, I, I could throw the weirdest stuff at them. They would not bat an eye. They would jump right into the fire with me. Um, 
And I just appreciate that. So I just don't think those classes come around very often. And mm-hmm. so I really appreciate them. So, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that you guys had a rough time, but my people were really cool. <laughs> I, I was thinking them. that when you, know? you said you had them pick what the sub was going to teach, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought, wow, you must have a really special class that like... They are that. extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. They it was a good group. And I'm not saying that they were perfect. You know, we yeah. had issues. I have kids that have problems and things, but we really kind of got through it together. And even the ones that were a little bit tougher, they kind of persevered and they kind of I think it was because we all got each other. I think they got me and I got yeah. them, so it kind of worked. You know, even if they didn't like me all the time or you know, I don't like them all the time or whatever. You we know, didn't like I, you most of the time. I, was say, I know, I, yeah, I got, right. That's how friendship I works. That <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but you know, we got each other. So yeah, I, yeah. that was kind of the way I felt this year. So awesome. I'm sad that I have to say goodbye to them. I probably, if I had to, or if I could, I probably would just loop up with them again for another yeah. year. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about the next one because you know how it is when you get like a really good group. You don't know what's coming next. Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah. All right, Fabian, you're up, buddy. All right. So Even though you're not even done yet, the... you're going to have to do it even I though you're know. not done with school yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am not – I'm going to start with what I'm not going to miss. I'm not going to miss – and I'm sure it, it will happen again next year in some capacity, but I will not miss running after students and encouraging them to work. I am so tired of it and it's like some of the attitudes that I'm getting this year I have not encountered before like not to this extent um, with the amount of students that don't care Um, and I'm at a point where I'm like I'm really like I'm a very patient person and I, I never give up on students and I keep encouraging them but there have been a couple of times where I was like you know what I'm done I'm just, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I can't, I can't. It's hard to sustain that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot do it anymore. I've talked to you so many times. You have not turned in anything this semester. I, I really. Every teacher right everything. now is like, yeah, yeah. I've done everything I can and more, and you just don't want to. And so, um, goodbye. Like, just, yeah. just via con Dios. Yeah, good luck. Good, good night and good luck. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to miss that. And I'm sure it's going to be similar again next year. But I feel like I felt this year was extreme in that way. Um, we'll see how it's going to go uh, next year with the six graders that are coming in. Um, what I am missing already is like having the weekly conversations with my mentee, which she's now, she's having my baby's grown up. <laughs> I know. We're just having those, those debriefs, um, just like venting and like inspiring each other. And um, I kind of miss that already. And we still talk and it's not like she's like abandoning me or whatever, <laughs> but it's right. I've, she's I really not like a dead puppy that you're mourning or anything. Oh, she's no. alive. Jeez, dead puppy. <laughs> Oh, that went dark quick. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) I don't know why he took it that there. Are you trying to make me cry? (laughs) No, no, let's not. Let's not explain we that one. We didn't name the puppy. No, it's okay. That. It's an no, update that's puppy. Just no, no. It's not a big deal. We're going to leave that here. Let the puppy rot. 
and it's start, oh starting to smell. It's circle of oh, life. It'll no, the other animals. I can't. All right. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna miss like the the weekly um, like meetings that we had, and we would always like talk for a very long time because we have like all these. We're very similar in the approach to teaching, which is like just try anything and and we'll see what sticks. And so I'm I miss that already. So yeah. All and right, where well, is she going? Is she? No, she's she's still she's, here. She's just not my mentee anymore. Like right, official. right. But we so still we still do? meet and we still talk, but she. It's not like we, for the program that she was in, we had to meet like every week. Mm-hmm. That was like the the thing that we had to do. So I miss that. But <laughs> she's she's still like around. Right. She's still alive. <laughs> yeah. And All she's right, playing, everybody. She's playing that video. <laughs> Well, that was a really good segment I came up with. What do you guys think? Well done. Know. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, we're so glad that we hope you <laughs> laughed a lot. We hope you like when Fabian was talking, I hope you were laughing like we were like, oh, man, those students that you had to convince to care. Like we were just we hope this podcast is um, uplifting to you as well as it is to us. And we are really glad you're part of the tribe. So check out the show notes, findingourtribe.net. Yep. And uh We'll see you next time. Leave us a leave us a review, guys. We we love to like get a review, like five stars. Come on. Yeah, okay. I do. Only good yeah. reviews, though. Don't yeah. leave us bad Write reviews. A, no, no, no. I, I, my fragile anything. ego can't handle it. Oh, no, I'll take anything. I, I need that kind of attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how do they do that? They go to Apple and review us. That's where you they want go to. Go? Yeah, to podcasts. Apple, right? most, most people use the Apple Podcasts app, I feel anyways. Like Spotify so. is kind of a big deal. Can they rate us on Spotify it's, too? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But I've just well, rate us in rate all us. the podcatchers. Yeah. yeah like just wherever you go. Ones. Just it yeah. literally takes like a minute to do it, depending on yeah. the internet connection. So just do it. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's it. Awesome. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 B